Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Higher Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylin Piles, and today we are going to be chatting all about how to reinvent yourself post-breakup. So for all my single ladies, anyone who is fresh out of a relationship, or maybe you are someone who's been single for a few months, a few years, what have you, I think that this podcast episode could be super beneficial for you. And before we go ahead and dive in, I wanted to give a few updates on what's been going on inside of my life and also what's been going on inside of The Higher Standard. For those of you guys who are new to the podcast and new to me, hello, I am the CEO and founder of The Higher Standard, where we help women go from stuck to creating a life that they are obsessed with through fitness and personal development. So this podcast is highly catered towards personal development and personal growth and helping you create a life that you're obsessed with by doing the inner work. Over the past weekend, I was able to finally see my team. And this is our first time all getting together uh, for a lot of us, uh, actually meeting each other for the first time in person. So we were in Charleston, South Carolina, which I don't actually think I've ever been to Charleston. So if you're listening and you're from Charleston, it was a beautiful city and we had such a great time uh, together and we spent Thursday through Sunday together. And uh, like I said, our first time actually meeting each other face to face um, for a lot of us, which was really, really cool and being able to spend time together, catch up with one another. And a lot of our talks actually uh, were around this topic uh, for today's episode, which was uh, reinventing yourself uh, post-breakup. So I'm very excited uh, going into this episode, especially uh, coming off of a team weekend where we talked about this uh, quite a lot. Uh, So super excited to share this with you guys as well. Uh, One last update that I just wanted to mention uh, right now is inside of the Higher Standard, we're actually running our Black Friday deal, and this is going on through November 30th, 2022, obviously. Uh, So if you want to hear more information on this, definitely make sure that you head over to the Higher Standard on Instagram, which is at thehigher.standard on Instagram, or you can visit my Instagram, which is Kaylin Piles over there on Instagram as well. And we have all of the deals and specials uh, for the higher standard one-on-one coaching over there. Uh, This is a once once a year type of special deal. So if you have been on the fence on starting your health and fitness journey or joining the higher standard and becoming a client of ours and really holding yourself to a higher standard in the way that you take care of yourself, your physical, your mental and emotional health, then uh, now is the time. There is no better time than to join our community of women uh, right now. So definitely go check that out. All right, now let's go ahead and roll into today's episode. If you hear a little bit of crackling in the background, I have one of those Woodwick candles. I don't know if you guys have ever had a Woodwick candle. If you haven't, you need to go get one, especially now that it is starting to get a little chillier outside, a little bit more winter vibes. I love the crackling candles. It makes it sound like, you know, you have like a fireplace like right next to you. So if you hear the crackling, that is what it is. But Let's go ahead and dive in on reinventing yourself after a breakup. And no, I am not uh, single. I am happily in a relationship right now with my partner. Um, But I will say a lot of the things that I'm about to discuss in this episode uh, definitely prepared me to 
be a better person, a better human in general, um, and obviously a better partner in my current relationship now and really led me to finding an absolutely incredible partner. Um, Holy cow. So I hope that this episode can really, really help you become who you want to be. And obviously, you know, sometime in the future, um, because you are taking such great care of yourself, you know, you're able to attract someone at equal or above uh, level uh, when it comes to your own personal growth and personal development. So I think the beauty of breakups, obviously, first and foremost, like without it being said, breakups are hard. Uh, ending a relationship with someone that you've been with and you've spent, you know, every day with, and this is the person that you talk to every single day, like losing that person is very hard. And I'm not trying to take away from that. Um, but again, this episode is talking about reinventing uh, yourself. So, um, yeah, so we don't need to talk about that too much. I think we are all on the same page, um, as far as heartbreak, but I think that being single and post breakup is such a beautiful time. And one of the, the best parts about it is you get so much of your time back. You get so much of your time. Um, And if you're anything like me, uh, I invest a lot of energy and a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of communication um, with whomever I'm, you know, dating or with. And once you go through a breakup and you're single, you realize, holy cow, like I'm not spending my energy. I'm not spending my time. I'm not spending my planning, my thinking, you know, my communication on anyone else but myself now. And so you gain all of this time back. And so I always like to say like taking advantage of your singleness because you're never going to get this time back. One day in the future, you're going to be married. Maybe maybe you're going to have kids, you know, you have a job, you have so many things that are taking up your time. And of course they're beautiful things, but, um, you know, really thinking about this time and thinking like, holy cow, like, yeah, this is like, one of the only times that I will have, you know, to myself to work on myself to, you know, work through any of my baggage and to work through anything that I need to work through uh, just to become the best version of me. And I'm not saying that it's impossible to do this work when you're in a relationship, but I'm saying it's a lot easier when you're single. Like it is a lot easier because you're allowed to be selfish. You're allowed to spend a lot of time by yourself. Whereas if you're trying to do this work while you're in a relationship, you know, you have to have a lot of boundary setting with your partner and, you know, letting them know I need this alone time. I need this alone time where they're probably used to spending every single waking moment with you. Um, so you can do this work both single or in a relationship, but I'm just saying that you'll be able to run through this work a lot quicker while you're single because you have way more time on your hands. Um, And any type of growth that I talk about, you know, I'm going to discuss reflecting and journaling. I think that is one of the most important things that you could possibly do in your life is to spend time alone and to reflect and to think about your thoughts and your actions. And when we're in such a go, 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 go world, We don't really have a lot of time to sit and reflect and to think about our thoughts and to think about our actions and to think about what we want. And so how can we create a life that we're obsessed with with, or how can we create this beautiful relationship or how can we create who we want to be if we're never actually stopping and thinking about that because we're so busy we're you know we have too much work we have we have to go to this birthday party we have to go to this happy hour we have to go to this we have to you know whatever it may be we're just so consumed with tasks and to-do lists and hi (laughs) I can totally relate to that but that's why I'm so intentional 
with finding time alone. And even in my current relationship, I think I talked about this slightly in my last podcast, but even in my current relationship, I know how important it is to have alone time so that I do not stunt my growth ever just because I'm in a relationship. And so I do advise whether you're single or if you're in a relationship, make sure that you create that um, in, in your future relationship or in your current relationship where you do have a day or two or a night or two or something like that a week where you and your partner can be separated and have your own downtime uh, so that you can have that time to reflect and to think and to grow. I think talking about relationships is probably one of my favorite things to do, uh, like ever. (laughs) But post-breakup, when you're thinking about reinventing yourself, I think one of the most important things that I ever did was sitting down, journaling, and literally writing down, what did I like about myself in this relationship? How did I show up? What characteristics did I enjoy in that relationship? And then also writing down, what did I not like about myself in this relationship? What did this relationship kind of turn me into? Was I too big of a pushover or was I too standoffish? Was my wall way too high for this person? Was I, you know, touchy-feely or was I not really touchy-feely? Was I nice? Was I mean? Was I too nice? You know, really reflecting on all of these things and writing down, Okay, these are the characteristics that I really enjoyed about myself. How do I keep those things going? And then looking and reflecting, okay, these are the things that I didn't like about myself and I don't want to happen again. And then taking that list and just asking, okay, why was I like that? Why was I like these negative things in that relationship? Like what what caused me to be that way in this relationship? And asking yourself why, like what happened to make you show up in that way and sitting down and reflecting on that. So I actually want you, um, I probably should have told you this in the beginning of the podcast, but I I want you to grab a pencil and paper or notepad. I actually have quite a few journaling prompts that I want you guys to use uh, through today's podcast when it comes to coming up with your ideal partner coming up with your ideal relationship and I know this is talking about reinventing yourself and you're like Kaylin why are you so focused on your future partner um I'll get to that in a second but it'll all come together I promise so when I give you these questions I know you're gonna ask me like Kaylin why are you so focused on writing and journaling about my dream partner when this is about to be when this podcast is supposed to be about reinventing myself but let me reverse engineer it for you and just bear with me. But like I said, grab a pencil and grab a notepad. And I want you to write down these questions. And after this podcast, I would like you to obviously take a good solid hour to yourself and write these things down. Okay, so my very first question that I want you to write down is when you think of your dream partner, How do they make you feel? That is question number one. How do they make you feel? And I want you to go crazy with these answers. I want you to write down every single feeling that you want to feel from your partner, whether it's safety, whether it's loved, whether it's playful. How do they make you feel? Question number two. When you think of your dream partner, what do they look like? 
and be descriptive from their hair to their face to their clothes to their style. What do they look like? And question number three basically goes along with that. So after you do their physical looks and what they look like, uh, number three is when you think of your dream partner, how do they dress? So how do they dress? Do they dress uh, casual? Do they dress athletic? Do they dress professional? Do they dress hipster? What have you. And then question number four, when you think of your dream partner, what are his or her other relationships like? What are their relationships like with their friends, with their family, with their coworkers? Maybe, you know, they run their own business. Maybe, you know, what's their relationship like with their employees? Write down and be specific. How do they interact with other people in their life, with their brothers, with their sisters, with their grandparents? And question number five, when you think of your dream partner, what are his or her values what do they truly value in life what is super important to them what is a non-negotiable for them what are their values that they live by question number six when you think of your dream partner what are his or her hobbies and what is his or her job or career so what are their hobbies and what is their job Okay, what do they do outside of work? What do they do for work? Again, being super specific on what you want your dream partner to do for fun and what you want them to do for work. Question number seven. When you think of your dream partner, where do they hang out? So where do they hang out, you know, for work? Where do they hang out after work? Who are they hanging out with? Where could you find them? Are they at the bar? Are they playing sports? Are they hanging out with friends? Are they at the park? Like where do they hang out? And question number eight, what does his or her future look like? What does it look like for them? Maybe you're envisioning where they are right now, but what does their future look like? And question number nine, this is very important. Question number nine, when you think of your dream partner, how do they treat you? How do they treat you? Okay, be as specific as possible. I want you to write as many adjectives as possible. I want you to completely brain dump. How do they treat you? And question number 10, we have two more questions. Question number 10, when you think of your dream partner, how would they be in an argument when you two get into a fight or you get into an argument how are they are they angry are they aggressive are they calm are they collective are they intellectual are they logical Um, are they emotional like what is it how are they in an argument and then to wrap it all up i want you to ask yourself Who do I need to be in order to attract this type of person into my life? And that's where I'm getting to with reverse engineering these questions because I want you to get so hyper-specific. Sometimes it's a lot easier to talk about other people than it is to talk about ourselves. So by answering all these questions about your ideal dream partner, what you want them to look like and sound like and to be like and treat you like and do all these things... 
I want you to completely brain dump, like legit, take up a whole hour and do this and get super specific. And then when you get to that very last question and you ask yourself, who do I need to be to attract this type of person into my life? I want you to look at all of your answers that you wrote down and I want you to ask yourself, okay, when I said that I want them to look a certain way, let's just say you wanted them to be in shape, you wanted them to be healthy, you wanted them to be muscular, what have you. It's important that we take time to reflect and we ask ourselves, hey, gut check right here. Am I doing that for me? Like this is what I expect out of my partner, but am I even showing up and doing that for myself? And this is what I'm talking about when it comes to reinventing yourself. Sometimes we want so, so much and we want, you know, the world, but then we're not even providing that for ourselves. And let me just tell you, like straight up, like when it comes to friends, when it comes to intimate relationships, I don't care when it comes to relationships, the people that you want to attract. And I get this question often um, when it comes to like, oh, like how do I get like, you know, a supportive, like really cool, like uh, friend circle? Like how do I attract like better friends? The way that you attract better friends and better relationships, which is, you know, going hand in hand with this, this podcast episode, but the way that you are going to attract better better friends and better people around you is by working on yourself because straight up you know those ideal friends this ideal relationship I know this sounds mean but they don't have time for your baggage like high level people high level friends they've already done the inner work right so they are already like higher vibe like they've already done the work they've already you know gone through you know their personal I mean no one's ever finished with their personal development or personal growth but they've done the hard work so they're trying to attract like right they're not going to want to attract someone with all of this baggage or someone who hasn't worked on themselves and has been focusing on pouring into themselves, right? The people that you want to attract in your life, the higher level people that love you hard, that are always there for you, that have your back, that, you know, have amazing conversations with you, that are deeply connected with you. Those people are only going to be attracted to you if you do the inner work yourself, right? Like attracts like, okay? So if you keep attracting toxic friendships, toxic relationships. Let's do a gut check, right? Let's do a gut check. And so when you're looking through all of these questions that I had you write down, I want you to take a look. Okay. You said question number one, how do they make you feel? You wrote down all of these answers. I want you to ask yourself, do I make myself feel that way myself? Do I provide those feelings for myself? Yes or no? No. Okay, let's come up with the action plan. How can I make myself feel loved? How can I make myself feel safe? How can I make myself feel whatever you wrote down for that answer for your ideal partner? You see where I'm going? Because if you can't be those things for yourself, nobody's going to be able to do that for you. And you're not going to be able to attract anyone who can do those things for you. So you have to do that for yourself. And that's why everyone says like, oh, find yourself when you're single, find yourself when you're single. Like this is what they're saying. Like you have to become who you want to attract. And then this is going to end up becoming whenever you do find your dream, ideal dream partner, this is where you get into a relationship where it's 100-100, not 50-50, right? And I'm sure you've heard that before where it's just like, oh, you should be in a relationship where it's 100-100. That means that two people are so full and can 
be who they need to be for themselves and then they choose to come together instead of being half and half and needing to be together. It's such a beautiful relationship when you are whole by yourself and then you just choose your partner. That's really beautiful to know that you are able to provide for yourself and love for yourself and be all of these things for yourself, but you still choose your partner because you love them so much. So I remember going through these questions when I was single and I was going through this phase and I remember writing these things down and a few things I'm not going to, you know, give you all my answers that I did uh, because a few are definitely personal. But, you know, one thing that was super important to me was to be with a partner who carried himself really well and who was um, extremely sure of himself and confident And when I had wrote that down, it was a gut check for me to make sure that I turn up and carry myself well. So I just remember during my singleness, I remember I would wake up every single morning. I would get my hair or yeah, get my or do my hair. I would put my makeup on. I would put on a cute outfit and I yeah would just do all of the things that made me feel super confident in myself. Personally, I really love to dance. So I remember I would like literally like just dance in my room for like 10 minutes that made me feel confident and whatever that may look like for you. Um, but just leaning more into activities and things that made me feel confident and made me carry myself well. I just made to do I made sure to do those things um, you know during this phase. And I can go through, you know, all of these questions, but just again, to to just name a few is just like, you know, if I wanted someone who was healthy and in shape, like it was, I was just like, okay, I need to make sure like, you know, my nutrition's on point. I'm getting to the gym. And actually something that's really funny is um, when you're thinking about yourself and reinventing yourself, I think a funny way to think about it and I'm also a very like hopeless romantic. So I freaking love relationships. I love love. I love seeing people connect. Um, I love connecting with others. But one thing that I always like to think of is whenever I'm reflecting about myself, I think about my future partner. So for instance, like if I don't want to go to the gym or something like that, or I yeah I just like don't want to go to the gym or like maybe I'm at the gym and I want to like skip a set because like I'm tired or something like that I will literally think in my head I'm like okay imagine that because like attracts like right so imagine my partner's in the gym and you know he's having a hard workout and so um he just decides to uh, I'll just skip this set I just like think in my head I'm just like mm yeah, that's not very attractive. Like, I don't want to be with someone who just like skips sets. And so like, I take ownership in that. And I'm like, okay, like attracts like, like, you know, if I expect my partner to be confident and to be a hard worker and, you know, to follow through with his promises, whatever, whatever, I need to be doing that for myself. Right. Um, and I know that's a really silly like example, but I try to think about, um, things and scenarios like that. And I mean, for a better example, maybe, you know, you and your girlfriend are, uh, like one of your friends are like in a fight or maybe you're really upset or something like that. And, you know, you get really angry and you're like yelling or something like that. I want you to take a step back and just be like, ew, like if my future dream partner was doing that, that would not be very attractive at all. And so it's like this gut check with like making sure that you are being like 
your ideal self, right? Your ideal person to be around. Like you are hanging out with yourself 24 seven. So you need to become, you know, what is attractive to you um, and become those things for you first. And then again, once you are doing these things, you're going to be able to attract someone who is doing the inner work uh, to make sure that they are also at that same level as you. But all in all, I think that this is a great starting point uh, for anyone who is single. I think that, you know, everyone is going to be at a different point in their own personal growth uh, journey. And by doing this activity, you're going to be able to see, um, you know, which areas of your life you really need to work on. And for some of us, it's going to be pretty much every area, right? Um, You know, maybe we want all of these things and our ideal partner. And then we realize, holy cow, I am none of these things for myself. And, you know, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And that's okay I mean that's okay it's a personal growth journey um we'll never be done with this journey um but just know that it's it's 100% worth it and the more you work on yourself the more you're going to attract the right people into your life from friends to uh you know intimate relationship or partner um and even career too right you know if you're lower vibe or you're not working on yourself uh people can detect that and people can read that people can see that and you know maybe by doing this activity you you're realizing maybe you're not hanging around the right people to even like come across like someone um that is your ideal or dream partner and you know there's there's so many different directions that this activity can kind of take you and so that's why it's very individual and um up to you to figure out you know what what steps you need to take um by doing and going through this process but i think one of the most important things that i ever heard was the like the people that you want to be surrounded by the love that you want to encounter those people that person your ideal partner they don't have time for your baggage and i know that that's tough love and that's hard to hear but it's super important that we take complete ownership in our downfalls and we take complete ownership of our strengths and weaknesses and things that we need to work on. And we make sure that we work on bettering ourselves and walking the line of becoming who we really want to be, um, you know, in your own mindset, in your personal development, in your health, in your relationships, in your career, whatever it may be, it is, we have to take radical, like, personal, like, ownership of getting through our own trauma, getting through our own baggage, or anything that's holding you back. It is up to us it's up to you to work through it and holy cow you will walk into just such a beautiful version of you when you decide to actually devote yourself to this type of work I promise you so that is all I have for today's podcast I really hope that this was helpful for you I hope that you're able to do this journaling activity uh, by yourself spend some time spend like an hour to do this if you have a girlfriend or another friend that maybe is going through a similar phase as you. I hope that you share uh, this podcast with them or if you know of someone who is really struggling right now in their single phase um, or going through a breakup, um, I highly recommend uh, sending this podcast over to them to take a listen. Um, Like I said, the most important thing that we can do in any phase of our life is to sit down, journal, reflect, and come up with a plan. Obviously, um, we have to put action behind it for anything to actually develop or 
come true. So making sure not only are you spending time to go inward, um, but we're coming up with an action plan and we're having some type of ritual every day as a reminder to work on these things that you wrote down. Um, We have to make this a practice. This can't be something that you just write down and then you forget about. I journal every single day in order for it to stick. That's why pen to paper is super important as well. Write it down, make a plan, come back to it tomorrow, repeat and repeat and repeat. And for some of us, things will change overnight. And for others, uh, you know, we, we may have some more things that we have to work through and that's okay. Um, but that's all I have for you guys today. I hope that you really enjoyed this. Again, if you don't follow me over on Instagram, follow me at Kaylin Piles. And if you thought that this podcast was helpful, I would really, really appreciate it if you guys uh, rated, reviewed the Higher Standard Podcast and definitely send this episode over to a friend and I will see you on the next episode.